0: take a crash course into the world of digital marketing with Perth-based expert Rita Frankina. Rita shares her journey from training as a journalist to moving into marketing at exactly the right point to learn the skills to capitalise from digital marketing from its early beginnings. She then tells how she stepped out to create her own business so she could add greater focus value to her clients. Rita deep dives into the merits of the various online platforms and opens up about the process she takes her clients through to get the most out of their advertising spend in terms of generating new leads and sales. You will learn about the key questions to work through when considering digital marketing. What shines through in this conversation is just how passionate and committed Rita is to helping clients succeed through digital marketing in a focused and ethical manner. She is super knowledgeable and this conversation does a lot to shine the light of clarity and direction into a world that often can be a bit confusing and impenetrable at times. So enjoy, Rita. Hello and welcome back to WA Real. I'm your host Bryn Edwards. Digital marketing, having the bravery to make a career decision and creating your own way of life and work are some of the themes that we'll get into today with my guest, Rita Frankina. Rita, welcome to the show.
1: Hey, how are you? Very well. That's good.
0: So, one of the things I like to start off with is understand how people, um, their relationship with Western Australia. Yes. And you were born and bred here?
1: I was, yes.
0: From good, solid Italian descent.
1: Yes. So, my parents actually came over here by boat back in the day. Before you were born? Way before I was born. Way before. Um, I think my dad came here when he was 15 and then went back to Italy. Found my mum, <laughs> married my mum, and, and then course, came right? back. Yeah.
0: Whereabouts in Italy? In Sicily. Oh right.
1: Yeah. So a tiny little village called Castellamberto. Right. Yeah. So.
0: So tell me, what's it like? What was it like for you growing up in Western Australia?
1: Um, really good. I had a really good childhood. Um, it was very much like an Italian upbringing.
0: So. Th- oh, t- so. I was really in- interested to ask about this yeah. because you know I've spent some time living in Fremantle, and there is like very strong Italian presence yes. here in Western Australia. What's it like then growing up in this? Is it, this Italian? You just said it's very Italian. What yeah. does that mean?
1: I think like I probably thought I was in a bit of an Italian bubble. Everybody yep. that we spoke to were f- from Italy. Um, my parents had a lot of friends that were from Fremantle and would come down here, here and um, eat lobsters and do all the typical Italian cultural food occasions, um, a lot of church type of events. All right, yeah. Um, just, it was, I really probably thought everybody was Italian, if that makes sense. <laughs> yeah, well,
0: because you grew up in the bubble.
1: Yeah, so I think I was in a little bit of a bubble and we really just kept to ourselves Yeah. my family. So I don't think Does i realized... Is it realize... your family? Not really, surprisingly. Well,
0: well, that's why I asked. Yeah,
1: because I guess a lot of my mum's family in Italy was kind of annoyed that my dad kind of took her here.
0: Right.
1: So they didn't really talk to us. Right. So with I didn't think I had a big family. I've now realized I've got cousins and aunties and uncles and things like that sorts, yeah. but I, I never knew that growing up so really it was just my two sisters my parents and my grandparents right and that was it and that's all I really kind of knew I didn't know this big type of um like every, when everybody goes oh you must have a huge like Christmas no there was like five of us six of us yeah um so in that way we weren't very typical but then my parents did have a lot of friends and yeah and things like that
0: so it did feel like you've got a bigger extended family. Yeah. But like I didn't, no, didn't is, know. Bunny is, aunties and uncles. Yeah. Like,
1: you know, when they you say comare, it's like they're friends. Yes. Or cousins, but you're not cousins.
0: Yeah.
1: Um, so, yeah, I probably didn't have a typical Italian upbringing, but then it felt very cultural. Yes. Like my grandparents only spoke Italian. So we, you know, barely kind of conversed other than a few words in Italian. Right. Um. But my dad was very heavily involved in WA and he loved Perth so much loves Perth so much in the local council and things like that that he I knew that there was a reason why we came here because he he knew it would be better for all of us. Yes. So we could have a better life. Because I mean, look at Italy now. He made the right decision. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Indeed. Yeah. So um you now have your own digital marketing business mm-hmm. and we'll get into more into digital marketing in a minute because you're actually the first digital marketer I've had on which is awesome. Um had social media social media influencers, but not yeah. digital marketing. Oh, cool. Um, one of the things I want to ask you to start with is, um, so digital marketing has only just become a thing in the last, uh, how many years? Like,
1: 10 years, maybe. Yeah. Well, I mean, it's gone up.
0: Yeah, yeah, it's ramped up. Yeah, maybe yeah. the last
1: five years, I'd say, yeah. fully ramped up.
0: Yeah, four to five years. Yeah. So you wouldn't have left school going, I want to start digital marketing.
1: I definitely did not. Business.
0: <laughs> so give me a, how did you, what did you start off doing? How did you find digital marketing?
1: So I actually studied to be a journalist. I really wanted to write I was very shy and very quiet as a child Um, and as a teenager kind of um, knew I loved reading so very very much wanted to do something to do with writing Um, and I used to be like obsessed with looking at the local newspapers like I would like write out all the articles and things like that I'm like oh I'm definitely gonna be a journalist then I got to uni and I did my journalism course. And in the last semester, um, so I did journalism and public relations. But in my last semester, I had to work in a newsroom. And I completely panicked. I had to call someone that um, their son had just passed away. Yeah. And I freaked out. I was like, I can't, I can't do this. This doesn't feel right. Um, so at that point, I was like, Okay, this doesn't feel good, but I'm gonna just have to push through. And I completed my degree. Was like, okay, yep, I'm gonna be a, a journalist. I'm just gonna have to suck it up and and do it. Um, and I actually got a job down in at the Bunbury Mail. Oh uh, well, I technically I got offered the job there um, as a uh, cadet. What they called them at the time. Yeah. Um, well, probably still do. Um, and then, unfortunately, my mum passed away, so I didn't want to leave mm. Perth. So I just, I didn't take the job and I ended up staying in Perth. And I was like, what am I going to do with my life? I'm like fresh out of uni. All I've been told from the get-go was go to school, go to uni, get a job, get married, have kids. Like that was the progression. Yeah, that wasn't so happening.
0: Path, yeah,
1: and I was like, oh, shit, I don't know what to do. Um, so I was like, okay, well, I studied PR as well. I'll just go into PR because there was, um, there was literally no jobs in PR at the time. And I was just applying for all this stuff. Um, and I saw a marketing trainee job and I applied for it because I thought, oh, marketing PR, that's kind of similar, yeah. which it's not. I just thought it was. Um, and I did this traineeship and I fell in love with it. Um, and from there, I think I became a trainee to like a senior marketing coordinator within two years. Oh. And I was like, this is my calling. I love this. Everything right. about marketing I loved. And I was like, oh, like I found it. I found what, what I meant to enjoyed?
0: do. was it you loved?
1: I think like the creativity that every day was different, um, be, a- be able to explain people like what a product is and why they should come and buy it basically. So I could use my writing skills, mm-hmm. but be creative and I got to do graphic design and create ads and put up signs and I just really liked it. Mm. Um, and so thankfully that's how I got into marketing awesome. um, yeah, it was really good. It was good. It was like meant to be, I think Yeah. I just fell into it accidentally by applying for a job on Seek done yeah
0: and so how did we find a way to digital marketing
1: um so from there so back then that was oh my gosh like 12 years ago um so there was no digital yeah um and in the industry that i was in um they were basically starting to get you know realizing that digital was becoming important. So they'd send all of us marketing people out to courses and things like that to upskill. From there, it was kind of just like, we realized it was coming. So we had to prepare ourselves, like all the marketing girls were like, okay, we've got to learn about this stuff. Um, And I guess it wasn't until I left there, that particular industry and went to another company and my whole job was basically online marketing, and I was like, "Oh, better better teach myself how to do all this stuff." So I upskilled myself, um, and then at that point, it was becoming bigger and bigger. So I was mm. just learning more as I went along. So learning,
0: doing, learning, doing. Yeah.
1: So all that traditional marketing went away, and my focus was just online to the point where I ended up in a marketing agency where all I did was digital marketing. And I was like, oh, I think I'm an expert in this. Yes. I've just been doing it for years and years and
0: years. And it's, it, it must be interesting because, like you said, you, you grew up with that, go to school, go to university, become yeah. like a bit of an expert because yeah. you've got the letters after your name and now yeah. that's what I go and do. Yet, more and more now, it's kind of do, 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 do. Yeah. Things go in a different direction and then all of a sudden, oh, I'm an expert.
1: Yeah, like I don't know if... Having a uni degree, it really matters to me, at least in this kind of role, like I I taught myself. So those letters Mm. really, I mean, I love having them, super proud of them. Are they the reason why I'm here today? Probably not. Mm. (laughs) So it's interesting how that works. Mm. Learn by doing.
0: Yes. So you said you had to um, put a lot of stuff to one side for the marketing. Mm -hmm. you started with what what stuff did you have to take
1: like a way like from yeah yeah, to let digital in yeah Uh, so at that point we were paying let's say fifteen thousand dollars for a full page ad print ad and people were not buying people weren't inquiring so that that kind of went to the wayside and we went okay we're going to put that budget to online yeah um a lot of the, sad to say, like a lot of the sponsorships and kind mm. of local things that we used to do kind of went to the wayside. Um, yeah, a lot of, yeah, I'd, I'd say mostly print. Mm. Print media went, went away when we amped up the digital. Just
0: mm. mm.
1: a ridiculous amount of money spent.
0: What'd I think you back, say that
1: i don't know i just think it's ridiculous like 15 grand or 10 grand for a full page ad like i we used to pay pay it like that and it's just crazy isn't it it is now it is now yeah it is now
0: because it it, it, it's funny because it seems so blunt (laughs) doesn't it
1: and like if someone gave me a ten thousand dollar budget to go on digital i would have a party i would like this is the best day ever because yeah. you could do so much with $10,000. Smash
0: the world with that.
1: Smash the world. Like, and the paper was getting like 30,000 people.
0: Yeah.
1: Instead of like millions with that, with that money. So mm. it's interesting to look back.
0: And as we'll, as we'll come to later, it's not as measurable either, is it?
1: No, of course not. No, It was phone calls. And how many salespeople do you know would actually tell you or say to the person, oh, where did you find out about us? That's the biggest struggle I had is I'll be like, where did that call come from? Oh, I don't know. Maybe they just drove past or maybe they saw it in the paper. I'm like, but I need to know so that I know where to put the Mm. money. With digital, they click it and I know. I can see exactly where they've come from. So it's amazing. Yeah. Where we've we've come.
0: So how'd you end up by yourself? (laughs) Uh,
1: This is uh, probably a two-year-long journey. Yeah.
0: Um, got the sense the universe was trying to tell you something? I
1: think so. My life basically like went up in flames. Like <laughs> I'm not going to sugarcoat it. Literally everything that could go wrong in my life went wrong. Yeah. Um, and all I could think of was, I need the perfect job. I need the perfect job. So what's go to work?
0: So what was going on there?
1: Um, so my relationship had broken down. Um, I was engaged, and that broke down. And I think at that point, I was like, oh, my, the the journey that I thought I was on, that's not how life is going to end up.
0: Mm. you it your really, path.
1: Yeah, like that path, I was like, oh, here we go again. Like, aren't I meant to be going in that path? And I probably went a little bit wild at that point. And I just went, you know, fuck the world and every, like, the life is so unfair and rah, rah, rah and all Where this crap. Me? Woe is me. Um a lot of shit was happening other shit was happening and it was just a really awful time I've nearly lost my house um all this stuff and I was just really pissed off and I was like okay well I'll just keep doing what I've been told to do get a good job earn some money earn a lot of money and just go on this like journey and anyway so I got a job that I didn't really love but I was good at like I was I, I just sat there every day going on the computer like, oh, this is my life again today. Clock on, clock off. Yeah. Um, and I probably spent a year there. And th- probably one of the best places I've worked because the people were lovely and everything. But I was so pissed off in my head mm. <laughs> that I was like, I need something more to life. Um, and then I saw a job advertised, um, for an industry that I always wanted to work in and it was my dream job. And I was like, I'm going to get that job. I'm going to get it and it's going to fix everything. I'm going to have the best life.
0: Oh, and isn't that so often the case? If I can just nail this, everything's going to be sorted. Yeah,
1: it'll be It'll fix everything because it's the dream. Yeah. And I was like, yeah. And everybody was like, oh my God, this job is perfect for you. This this is that you, you have to get this job. Yeah i was Um, telling you and i was just like okay wicked i'm going for it i'm gonna get it no no one's gonna beat me and i got the job probably because i was so determined um and my dream job ended up being an absolute nightmare as it you know usually does when you put so high expectations on something yeah um went to shit, and i sat there and probably i was only there for six months but not even two months in, I was like, oh, my God, my dream job. Like, I'm fucking it up. Like, it wasn't that I was doing a bad job. It was just a lot of, like, management issues and all this shit was going on. And it was just a disaster. The expe- my expectations were too high. Their expectations was too high. And we just clashed over the littlest things. Um, and then I got made redundant. Right. And then at that point I was like Robert. I just I just spent all this time trying to get my dream job and I've to lost it to fix everything. Yeah. And I was like what a loser you're a loser. Like you what are you doing with your life?
0: <laughs> like at that when You say you're a loser, why do you mean?
1: Oh, like I just felt like a loser. I felt like everybody thought this job is perfect for you. What are you doing? What do you mean? What do you mean you can't keep that job? Like I, th- I felt the pressure. I think at that point, like everybody, including myself, thought that this was like the beacon of savior of like this is gonna save me, and I fucked it up. Over like and when I was explain to people the reasons why and what would happen, they'd be like, "This stupid reasons, Like I don't. Did you really understand? Tell that? Mm, looking back now, no, no, not at all. The They hired too early for that particular business. If they hired a year later, two years later, it would have been fine. Hmm. But it was in beginning stages and it just, there was too much. They couldn't afford it, you know, things like that. Um, Like I said before, like if you had $10,000 to spend on a marketing budget, you're going to get all these people. But when you're just starting out and you have no money, but you're paying this person that you think is going to solve all your problems, but you have no marketing budget, so, like, what was I meant to do? I couldn't make miracles happen. Yeah. Um, so, unfortunately, they just couldn't afford me anymore and they had to make me another per- another couple of people redundant. Mm. I was just on the chopping block. And <laughs> at that point, I was super pissed off even more because then I just thought, I just wasted a year and a half of my life. Like, what? i have literally back at, at square one. And I would sit there and apply for job after job on SEEK and... We'd go to interviews and just be like not giving a fuck like no no wonder I wasn't getting anything because i did not care i was like i like i'm a loser i'm shit i'm not good enough so i'm just not even gonna try so that was a shit time because then I, I felt really like i'd lost a good opportunity when really it was the best thing that could have happened to me to get out of a toxic environment
0: and why was it the best thing
1: because it made me look at what I was doing and get my shit together
0: basically what was the tipping point when did you suddenly go oh it might not be the outside world
1: um I think it was just I was just floating through life like not really um caring or I don't know. Maybe I hit a really low point. Like maybe I felt a bit depressed and I thought, oh, what's happening here? You're just like, you're not yourself. I think I just one day go, went, oh, who is this person? Because now you're not you. Yeah. So. You look in the mirror and go, oh, Yeah. I was what? like, what have you done? Like, and it, shit was felt ha- Like, I um, was really into fitness. Well, I wasn't really into fitness. I became really into fitness. And then. I again spiraled back into that old person I used to be. So, like, bang, 20 kilos put on. Would not move, would sit there eating junk, would be pissed off at everybody, would be like, not a very nice person to hang around. And I just went, oh, who wants to hang out with this person? No one. Yeah. Like, what are you doing? Like, get out of bed, go run on the treadmill. <laughs> like, yeah. do you know what I mean? And then. I think also at that point I had a few had one client um, who was a friend of a friend who got re- referred to me um, luckily and I was doing some marketing work for her and she she was just like you're doing, like, you're doing a good job but in my head I was like no you're not your shit you're not good enough you're not doing like you're not giving your client the best
0: where do like, these very high expectations that you seem to be bit yourself up with come from?
1: I don't know. I, I don't know. I think I just want to, th- I'm a people pleaser. Right. Yeah. So I really want everybody to like me, basically. And I think I worry too much about what other people think, even when they're probably not thinking about me at all. So I don't know. I just think I put a lot of pressure on myself.
0: Mm. Which can be good. And negativity. Uh, yeah. Promotions.
1: Yeah. 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 I'm a very competitive person, even with myself. Yeah. Um,
0: so you're saying you got a client?
1: Yeah. And so I think it was at that point, I was like, oh, but I'm getting this spare money. This is during when I had the other job.
0: Yeah.
1: And I was like, oh, could I do this by myself? And I was like, no, you can't. Like, I was convincing myself I couldn't. Yeah. yeah. And then I had other friends that were like, well, we know someone that needs services. Why don't you talk to them? I'm like, no, I'm not good enough to do that. Even though I knew I was good enough, like I know I'm good at my job. That's why I do it. Yes. And I just, for some reason-
0: But at that point, were you good because you had the infrastructure of a company around
1: you? Well, yeah. That's what I thought. I thought, oh, I'm I'm only as good as what's been provided to me. Like, oh, I can't live without having an income every fortnight. Oh, I'll never be able to pay my mortgage. Oh, I'll never be able to do this. you know. You can't do that on your own. Don't be stupid. So I really convinced myself out of it. But then when I was going to these interviews, when I was talking to the people, all I could think about was, oh, but I really like working with my client. And like, why don't I just do that? And I kind of just was self-sabotaging every interview because I think I knew yes. what I wanted, really.
0: Because deep, deep down.
1: I needed the guts. I didn't have the balls.
0: Yeah. And I just had to. Be to be honest with yourself.
1: Yeah. And I'm like, what are you doing? Of course you can do this. And I just needed to be able to tell myself that I could do it.
0: You need to give yourself permission. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Yeah. So that's how I kind of went out. Um, by that point I had two clients
0: and I was like,
1: yeah, one became two and I went, Oh fuck it. I'm I'm just going to do it. Have some balls. This is the only time you're going to do it. Buy yourself a really expensive laptop, Buy yourself everything that you need and work for it. Because now you know what it's like to be in a company, you know what it's like to be in an agency, you know <clears throat> how it works, you know what the client needs. Just be real with people and they'll be real with you. If they don't like the way you work, then they don't. you don't have to work with them. Fantastic. So that's kind of... Then two became like four... Four became five, six, and then I was just like, "Oh!" And I didn't advertise once; it was and all referrals. Yeah, and I was like, "Maybe I'm actually good at my job because people are referring me, and I'm yeah. getting results for people." And I was like, "Hell yeah, I'm, freaking, I'm the best!" <laughs> so I got that confidence. <laughs> nice. Yeah.
0: But it's interesting, isn't it? Because you—it's all that go to school, go to university, go get the job. It's all work for the person. Yeah you know, working the infrastructure, working the infrastructure. And now it's like more and more and more, you know, a friend was telling me about a book called The Company of One. As in yeah. not a company as in spend time by yourself, yeah. but as in you are a company of one person. Yeah. And, you know, I've had other people on the podcast talk about, you know, evolving skills and the nature of work and, 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 and the gig economy and all that sort of stuff. Yeah. But it, it really it's awesome, but it's it's super back in yourself, isn't it?
1: You do, and you have to believe in yourself. Mm. You really do. Because you're not... You've obviously gotten to where you've gotten for a reason. Mm. So you've got to look at what those reasons are.
0: And how has that newfound confidence percolated into other areas of Rita's life?
1: Um, I'm definitely much nicer to be around.
0: <laughs> Stop eating junk, your <laughs> less of cranky
1: pants like yeah but I'm more fun now and I like focus on instead of focusing how much money I get I focus on what's going to make me happy today Mm. so if something's not going to make me happy I don't do it if I want to have a break at 2pm I go get out go outside enjoy some sunshine Mm. come back Mm. Um, you can always do the work when the sun goes (laughs) this is true and sometimes I do because you have to because company one (laughs) um but I think also it just made me go, Oh no, like I like I am good enough. I don't have to have someone to tell me that. Yeah. I can tell me that.
0: Yeah. Yeah. So and I that's think probably that's probably one of the most important things, is it? Yeah. You're now giving yourself permission to tell you that you are good enough.
1: Yeah. And yeah. also you don't need some something else or someone else to make you happy. You can yeah. create that happiness yourself. Mm. Which is a little bit deep, but it's true.
0: But you say that's a bit deep, but Mm -hmm. I'm finding more and more as I talk to people in doing this podcast, Mm -hmm. having done it for two and a half years, that that when you start to do... when, When people start to earn income through following what they actually resonate with, it is more than just earning income.
1: Yeah, that's exactly it.
0: You know, it's, it's almost like the journey of Rita has gone in this direction, yeah. know, circles up, down, this end, yeah. not a straight line anymore, <laughs> contradictory, complex, uh, but along that, then at the time,
1: well, yeah, then like the work meets you. Yeah, and I mean, obviously work's not fun every day, but I love what I do so much that it flies by and I go, like, I get excited and I guess I'm going to do this Facebook campaign. And I'll do it and I'll be all creative and I'll be like, oh, look at this email and look at this and I'm excited about it. So then at the end of the day, I know friends that are like, oh, just worked a full day. I'm so, you know, and I'm like, oh, I feel fine. I feel yeah. good. I don't need to sit there and work nine to five and earn a whole heap of money. Yeah. I'm doing what I like to do and I can pay my bills.
0: It's interesting <laughs> you say that because one of my medium term goals for myself mm is to and I've written it down it's I've called it's slay the working week yeah so no longer do we have the peak on friday and the slump on monday yeah I, almost i'd like every day to be neutral
1: yeah that's a, yeah it's kind of what i try to do i kind of mix um up like the times i start and finish so that every day does feel a little bit different so it's not like oh god monday like, i don't ever feel that anymore just like interesting because obviously I get stressed, yeah. but it's not its not the same stress as what it used to be.
0: Hmm.
1: And maybe it's the commute, or something. maybe it's because I don't have to get into a car and go into traffic. traffic. <laughs> who
0: knows? There you go. So let's talk about digital marketing then. Yes. Um, so, for those who are uninitiated, what exactly is digital is marketing?
1: Um, so, I would say digital marketing is any form of advertising or marketing that's done online to gain leads um, that result in sales. So for me, digital marketing is, I want leads to result into a sale. Um, And I'll use any online means to do that. So Google, Facebook, Instagram, um, email campaigns, things like that
0: yeah LinkedIn the whole
1: the whole shebang
0: yeah. the whole I mean shebang.
1: there's so many options I'm trying to figure out if I just want to focus on one or a couple because it, it, it does get overwhelming and there's mm-hmm. a lot to keep learning yeah um but I think different people respond to different type of media mm. you know because we're all different people um so Google Facebook are the, are the big two yeah for, um, for digital marketing
0: yeah, because that's one of the questions I was going to ask because there's like so many
1: platforms. So many.
0: And, and you know, like, yeah, you've mentioned a few there and then all of a sudden, you know, I hear about TikTok. TikTok, like,
1: it's a new one. Crap, what's that?
0: <laughs> <laughs> and, you know, I'm not even talking about digital marketing here. I'm just talking about...
1: Just in life, like just socialising. Yeah, socialising
0: and being on it. And, yeah. You know, I've... I've been on an interesting journey with it you know, probably through talking to a couple of influences which has afforded me sort of going around in big circles around it and, mm. and there, is a bit of, there is a bit of me that's you know, mid 40s gone am I missing the point here or something and then, and then is this going to really replace human connection
1: I think it has already has. Yeah, people still
0: <laughs> want to come back to human connection. Yeah, but we—that's another topic. Yeah. So, um, so for business wanted to um, enlist your services. Mm-hmm. So you say it's with the process of um, it's for the purpose of creating leads for sales. Mm-hmm. Are there businesses that are suited to this or not? And how do you sort of scope things up with them at the start?
1: Um, well, I think. At the end of the day, business, I mean, you you want to make money.
0: Yeah.
1: So how are people going to find out about you? Um, do I think it's for everybody? Probably, I would say yes, because everybody needs to market, or advertise. Yeah. Um, they might be doing digital marketing, but not realizing, if that makes sense. Like talking about it on Facebook or, or things like that without mm. putting money behind it. Still digital marketing. Yeah. Um, I guess it depends on what your target market who they are mm. what suits them i think a lot of people think oh this is the new big thing so i'm going to have to put money towards this big thing mm. and people waste a lot of money by doing that it's about knowing what picking your favorite client your, your best like ideal customer and finding out what drives them to make a purchase right. or to sign up to a course or to do you know whatever you you're offering, I guess, mm. um, most of the time they are on some type of online platform. Yes. I mean, I, uh, I don't know if it was you that asked me this question, but someone asked me, um, whether older people are using it and ha- yes, they are. Like even yeah. my dad's got a Facebook page and he might not go on it, but he goes on YouTube and looks at old music videos and yes. things like that. And he'll be like, oh my God, I saw this ad like popping up and it's so annoying, but like, you know, just how do I get rid of them? I go, well, you can't because, you know, they're obviously serving you that ad for a purpose. He's 80 years old and it's working for him because he's got a smartphone. I think if they don't have a smartphone, then probably not. It's not for them. Um, But there is definitely a market for all ages on some platform. Depends. Finding out which one it is, testing out which which one it is.
0: And mm. I suppose um, I, I, I've seen this in the past with some of my business consultancy career, and it's easy for it's easy for a business owner to be busy within the business as opposed to consider who the customer actually is. Mm. And so, I imagine dealing with someone like yourself at the start can be quite confronting.
1: Mm. I think people don't really understand what I do. They don't no, quite get it. They're like, oh, uh, you just put a Facebook ad on. Like, why are you charging me that? They're like, but you don't understand because they don't understand what goes on in the back end. So I think, first of all, I meet with them and I talk to them about their goals. Um, even I'll just say, even if you're not ever going to sign up with me or, or whatever. Um, Let's just sit and chat and talk about what you're trying to achieve. And then from there, they kind of, because their business is their life, they already know what their ideal customer is. They know it because they're so ingrained in it that they end up just blurting it out to me anyway. And I'm like, oh yeah, there there you go. You just said it. You know who you want to get in. You know um, who you're trying to target. Um, And I guess that's just the kind of start of it I've forgotten your question now what'd you ask me
0: <laughs> well I, I was saying it must be quite confronting <laughs> yeah oh that's yeah. right and yeah you so it is. don't really understand no
1: it they is. don't and they they also I feel like a lot of people have um, a bit of an ethical standpoint against Facebook and things like that like they go oh it's so annoying. I don't want to be on I don't want to be personally on Facebook. I don't want to annoy people with video ads. I don't want to, they kind of feel like it's intruding on yes. this whole like human interaction. And so they think maybe what I'm doing isn't really they just they just don't get they don't understand it and they just think it's expensive and they they go I don't know how it happens like I don't know how you show a certain ad to this certain target because yeah. they just don't they just don't understand but it's this? not their brand, it's not what they yeah. they're ingrained in it's what I think of every day but it's not what everybody thinks of every day.
0: Mm. I think um I think it was my dad that I had to sort of get this across to not so long ago where he said. Oh, on YouTube at the moment and he's in England right and yeah. he's going oh, on YouTube they've got that annoying advert about such and such he goes you've seen it haven't you as if it's like, <laughs> like the t- it's as <laughs> if it's like the TV right as in everybody's yes. seeing it yeah and I was like no dad that doesn't work like that <laughs> you're seeing it because you're you yeah and he goes what do you mean I went so you don't see it I was like no because I'm not you That's I'm not very different
1: showing you a completely different ad yeah if you watch it's, the it's it's same video it's based on
0: Location, demographics, mm-hmm. the stuff you've looked at before, mm-hmm. da 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 and he was like All oh, right. And then he's like in in, in two in, in two instances he was like, That's really cool and that's really scary. Yeah. <laughs> like, <yeah. laughs>
1: I think what freaks out people the most is that you honestly could be thinking of something and Facebook will show you the ad. Yeah. And people just go, I don't but I don't get it. Yeah. But it's because Facebook is showing you that ad because it's showing that ad to someone exactly that fits your profile that's clicked on that ad. So they're Mm. they're going, well, you look like that person, so I'm going to show you this ad. Yeah. But it's just because you've got the same kind of traits and search habits as someone else. Yeah, yeah, yeah. On the other side of the country.
0: But then there's the other bit that you just brought up, which is, oh, I don't really want to be on Facebook because I don't want to be intruding and doing stuff like that. (laughs) And then ironically enough that comes back to or well, correct me if I'm wrong much like your own journey that's almost the self worth thing of yeah it is what you're, good enough, you're good enough to show
1: yourself a million times in front of this person until they click <laughs> you've got something of value to share so what's wrong with that
0: yeah and that's a big journey isn't mm, it and yeah and that goes back to the same journey you've been on to yeah, get to where you true. are
1: yeah you've got to believe in what you're what you're offering I think that's the main the main thing you've got to create value to that person or else you know what's the point Mm. yeah
0: and that's another interesting rather than I'm just selling you the widget yeah I'm selling you the I
1: don't believe in that type of marketing I believe what value are you bringing that person to make their life better by having whatever it is because Everything we have is bringing us joy in some way, or bring, you know, bringing value to your life. Yeah. So tell the person what it is, like, wh- why it's going to make their life better, and that's kind of how I market things. Mm. Instead of this is on sale, no, 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 no. Show them what the value
0: is. Yeah, we're not we're not on a rush to the bottom price. No. Are there any clients you wouldn't work with?
1: Um, if I meet with someone and we don't get along or we'd not kind of gelling or they don't they make me feel uncomfortable in some way or anything like that i I wouldn't no and i think that's because of the last few years of dealing with shit
0: yeah yeah, (laughs) i'm
1: like life's too short yes because also i care about my clients i I would be and like I said before how excited I get about working if I just don't if I don't like you or if something you've done has rubbed me up the wrong way then I'm not going to enjoy working which means you're not going to get a result like that's Mm. basically it because I'm not going to put the care into it subconsciously like obviously I mean I haven't met anyone like that yet I mean there's people that I definitely wouldn't go back and work for work with. Um, but I have gotten to the point where I'm like, I have my clients and I love them and you're only going to come into the fold if you fit Mm. in that kind of vibe.
0: Yeah. Yeah. And what's the impact you want to make for your clients?
1: I think it comes back to like, Oh, I want them to like me. Like I want them to go, yes, she did a really good job. She got a result. Um, for me, like from a business sense, I want to make my clients money. When they achieve something, I feel like that's my achievement as well. Hmm. So we share it together. Um,
0: There is a beautiful transparency about what you do, isn't there? Yeah. Because of the measurability of you can see how many people have seen the ad, how many people clicked through, how many people dropped their email in, how many people bought.
1: Yeah, exactly. Um, And even if maybe it hasn't worked, like maybe they haven't sold as much or or done that, they can see the work because they can see that people have clicked. So what's the issue on the other end?
0: It was looking good up until this point.
1: Yeah. So I can really go, well, did your salesperson not follow up that lead? Or, you know, or is it the product? Maybe we're targeting the wrong people. Let's switch it up. Yeah. So that's the part that I really like going, okay, well, I got you this many leads. And that is my goal. So I'm really competitive, so I'm going to get that goal. Yeah. So, yeah, I treat every... every, This is why I I talk to them about what their actual goals are at the beginning. So then when they come back to me and be like, oh, you know, I didn't sell as much or whatever, I can go, well, is that the goal? So I can adjust what goals I have.
0: Mm. Yeah. So if we... Sort of talk technically. What are the hottest platforms? <laughs>
1: uh, well, this is an interesting one because I can't have favourites. <laughs> um, I think Instagram is really powerful at the moment. Um,
0: what is it about Instagram that's?
1: I think it's the visual aspect. People are, are like subconsciously sinking information while getting entertained. I think it's a good, um, easy to use platform. It's not so like, even when there's ads shown, it looks like part of the feed. Feed, yeah. Like Facebook is too obvious. YouTube is too obvious. Like, um, well, LinkedIn or, uh, <laughs> it's
0: just like watching TV.
1: Yeah. Um, and YouTube is, I'll say Instagram and YouTube, YouTube. I'm not really loving like the in-stream, uh, ads, I think that's really annoying. Oh, the things for, that
0: where you'll watch something that's 10 the, minutes long and after three minutes you get the ad. Yes. Yeah. That's I, super light TV.
1: It's yeah. Mm. But isn't that why we go online to be able to consume? I think they, they, I understand why they do it because I'm a marketer. I get it. Yeah, yeah. hundred percent. But I probably wouldn't recommend that. But I think YouTube has so many users on it. Like I can't, I don't know off the top of my head, but more than Facebook. Um, so that's really powerful if mm. you've got a good video. I have a client at well, the that's moment the thing, you need to have a video. Yeah, he's like, Get me a get me a YouTube ad. I go, Cool. So I'm gonna get you a videographer and we're gonna film. Oh no, 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 I don't wanna spend the money. I said, Well then I'm not doing a YouTube ad. <laughs> he he wanted me to do a slideshow or something like that. I said, I will I happily if you force me to do it because you know you're my client. But I'm telling you it won't work, so I'm not going to do it. I'm, not, I, I'm re- recommending we don't do it. Yeah. So high-quality content, video content, works on all platforms. Instagram and, and YouTube are probably the up-and-coming ones. Well, it, Instagram's probably number one at the moment. YouTube, they've been saying for years, put ads on YouTube, put ads on YouTube. Like it's growing. Mm. The others, like uh, Google, is really interesting because people... It shocks me still to this day, how people don't realize that the top searches are ads. So when people are searching on Google, they're clicking the first one thinking that, you know, that's the most relevant, it's not an ad. And And that it says so, (laughs) but people are so blind by this, that they've, that Google have actually increased the number of ads now on the page. So um, to me, don't love that because it's just, it's not authentic. Um, mm. But it's crazy people are becoming so blind to these ads that we're gonna, we're showing more and more. Same on Facebook. So
0: Facebook's yeah, always sort of going go page two or three times. Yeah, the search it. response.
1: Yeah, I mean, my goal and what I try and do when I do Google ads is the ad landing page, I try to make as relevant as possible to the search query so that it isn't frustrating for the user because I think there's a fine line of pissing people off when it comes to ads and I've had people tell me oh how can you do that for a job because it's so annoying like you're annoying so many people I'm like what do you you mean I get kind of offended but you know this is what the world has become
0: it's an interesting one though isn't isn't it? it did we think that Mark Zuckerberg was just going to continue to build this platform so we can... Be friends. Have a community.
1: But it's interesting actually because he pissed off a lot of marketers maybe two years ago by changing the algorithm so that it showed more of family um, and friends content first before an ad. Um, So that meant all our ads went up All our reach went down, all our um, conversions went down because our ads were showing less. But you go on there now and it's all videos and it's not even your family's content. It's not even your friend's content. It's still a lot of ads. So I think a lot of people are moving off that platform. Even me sometimes, I'm like, oh, I can't be bothered going. I'm on it all day for work. The last thing I want to do is go on it in my personal
0: mm. time do you find Just clients because because they'll have the instagram or the facebook mm. or the youtube on their phone they're telling you what they think they should do well you know because i do this
1: oh you know what they're actually pretty good they do they they kind of te- ask me they they kind of want me to tell them what right. will work yeah they're like no you tell me because you're the, like you're the expert tell me tell me what will work Um, sometimes they'll be like, oh, well I do it this way, but I I find that's more Mm. like maybe the older people. Um, but no, I've got, I've kind of got really trusting clients, which is really good. Mm. Um, yeah, it's more like they might have a daughter or a friend that does something a certain way. So they'll be like, well, why don't we do it that way? And I'll always test it. Absolutely always test it. And mm. then compare results. Sometimes they're right, sometimes they're right.
0: <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, just go back to that annoying people bit. Mm. I still find that interesting that... You know, what, how, how do you expect it to work? But then at the same time, pretty much everyone's probably bought something through one of those outlets yes. at some point.
1: They say I think industry standard for um, the ad frequency is like seven times. You have to see the ad seven times before clicking on it. Seven times is a lot. Like, but you know that's apparently what what we need to do. Um, yeah, I probably say most of mine. I need to show them on average four times. Yeah. Show them that four times before they'll click, um, and that doesn't mean that they'll convert. It just means that they'll click. Um, so it's interesting, but they keep going on the platforms and they keep engaging with it, and they keep. So it might be annoying them, but is the annoyance the marketing? Because now they're remembering your brand. Yeah. Like, are you really saying, oh, I hate uh, Lenovo because they've showed me this ad a million times? No, you've just said their brand name and yeah. you're really not that annoyed at it. No. No? So next time you're thinking about a laptop, are you going to be like, Lenovo is on the top of your mind? So I think there is a fine line. I think some, I think it depends on the content. Give people really good content. And they won't mind if they see it. And there's ways that you can hide ads. I don't know if everybody knows that, but you can... Should you be telling people? (laughs) (laughs) I'm not going to say it on on the recording, but there is ways you can hide ads. Um, And it actually does tell the brand or the the advertiser that that ad has got a lower... um, quality score because that person's clicked I don't want to see this anymore so it does affect the ad campaign right so if you really do want to if you're really that annoyed Mm. and it's not relevant then click don't don't show me this ad Mm. Um, usually it's relevant though it's because it's something that you know you enjoy so yeah
0: this may be a function of my Facebook, YouTube feed because yeah. of what I'm interested in, but it seems like I get hammered with adverts for social media, um, social media marketing courses, funnels, sales, generating leads, the number one funnel that got me X amount of leads in 20 minutes or this is the crazy funnel that made me half a million oh, bucks in no time. You know, I I a see that and it's probably, you know, going back to like my dad does example, it's probably because of the stuff I look at yeah. that I get that. But how much of this is overcomplicated hype and how much of it is technical and how much of it is quite straightforward?
1: Um, as in the targeting? Or just
0: approaching it because you know, I here's me, you know, as I've made aware outside of the podcast, I want to create a business, I want to create a service around legacy interviews, and I think, oh well, you know, I'm going to have to do some marketing and stuff like that. So yeah. you start looking at it. Yeah. And then the next That's thing, right. it's Yeah. It's everywhere on my feed, on the thing. and It's everywhere. <laughs>
1: yeah.
0: And, um, you know, I speak to other people and, you know, so-and-so is on this platform, so-and-so on the platform, you know, and, and it's, everyone's got an opinion. Everyone's got a view. Yeah. It can easily get off. Yeah.
1: I think the, it's not really even that technical, it's just because you're fitting a mold or you're searching for, for certain terms or you're part of a certain group on Facebook or you've liked a certain post on Facebook, you follow a certain person. You can really drill down. And I mean, Facebook has taken a lot of that away due to privacy reasons, but it's still general enough that all these different companies selling the same thing can attack you. And it's actually Facebook's responsibility to not show you so many of the different kind of competitors. Mm. So that might be an algorithm glitch or,
0: because
1: mm. I mean, it's, it's a robot at the end of the day that changes. Every, uh, I think that it changes every day.
0: Yeah. The, so robot does.
1: the algorithm. Yeah. So the AI behind it, because some days some things will work and some days it just won't and it really does depend on the users use of the platforms like you could go for one second onto a certain group on facebook or a certain page on your laptop and then be shown an ad on your smartphone it's so interconnected it's connected to your wi-fi you know, it's all this stuff. Like,
0: but it's awesome from a marketing point. Yeah, it's great so to, Yeah, <laughs> so when you now can work out what the ideal client is and then break that down into search.
1: Yeah. Hmm. And I think it is it is down to the advertiser to make sure that I mean, it is targeted because there's no point. It's, if it's not relevant, there's really no point. You're throwing your money in the bin. Hmm. Um sometimes you do have to be really broad I work for a pub and so we want to get people in the pub we're going to have to target a bigger area are going to have to be really super generic
0: hmm.
1: so things it really does depend on who you're targeting
0: so if someone's listening to this and they're thinking oh I'm going to go and do this online digital marketing what would be the top things for them to think about
1: Um, I would think about who their ideal client is or their ideal customer. I would literally map out exactly everything you can possibly think of, of this, you know, imaginary person, their age, their gender, Mm. what they like to do on the weekend. Um, Really get to know that person, Um, and even when I say ideal client, if you have um, clients or customers that come in and you have a favorite one interview that person find out what they specifically like to do because you want more of them in in the mix um so i think really get to know your your customer base really well i'd say that is number one number two is to get a database happening get a list of emails that's more i mean uh ethically by the way i don't mean buying any don't do any of that get your actual database um, because that's the most probably the most powerful you can even plug them into Facebook and target them directly from the email Um, so building your own database getting to know your customers um, and really just testing out the different platforms don't be scared to spend money because you're going to need to at the beginning to see what works yep Um, because you might be surprised you might think that your customers are coming from a certain platform and they're not. Um, yeah, I just think you definitely need a test mm. and be prepared to throw some money at, at a test. Initially. Yeah. But before that, know your goals. What will make you happy like uh, as a result at the end of the day, genuinely? And know, know your clients and know who you want to get in. And what value that person is going to bring to your business. Hmm. And then work that way. Use that information to build the campaign. Don't go, I've got a great offer and everybody's going to love it because it's the best. And then assume people are going to love it. No. Like go backwards. Yes. Yeah.
0: Awesome. What have you learned about yourself on this journey?
1: Um, I think I touched on it before. I think create your own happiness I think find um, something that you're passionate about and you know make your you you can create your life whichever way you want to so you're in control of it Um, don't be too scared to do something if you fail that's okay because then that's probably going to tell give you a good lesson or put you on another path yeah um, and have value in yourself, like know what you bring to the table. Cause I think everybody brings something and they don't realize they might think they might hold back cause they think, Oh, they won't care that I know, have this great skill, but it's so valuable because someone else might not have it. So anyway, those are the main things I've learned.
0: Nice. Yeah. And, um, what are the goals over the next three to five years?
1: My goals are just, really just want to have like a happy life. I think for me, it's not about um,
0: I mean, do money. You want, do you want to have like 10 reaches working under you? Do
1: you know what? Not necessarily. Mm. I don't think so. I don't think I'm, I mean, maybe.
0: Yeah. <laughs>
1: no, no, no. I think for now, I, I want to be really close with my clients, and work with them and feel that that achievement. Like I said before, like um, hitting goals together. So at the moment, I'm not ready to let go of any of the control or any of the kind of work. Um, maybe one or two people. I don't ever want to be an agency. Right. I really just want to work really authentically and be genuine, and just don't not. not I don't want to give any bullshit. And I just want to. Be happy. I guess that's really the goal. It's not about money. It's not about how many clients I've got. It's about living a day that I feel like, oh, I've done something good today, no matter what it is. Yeah.
0: Awesome. Um. Do you have any routines?
1: Oh well, <laughs> I got like Daily
0: the, routines to keep you. Yes. Grounded. <laughs> Because imagine they're even more important now you work for yourself.
1: Yeah, absolutely. Because there's some days I'm moving into an office, but at the moment I'm working from home. So if there's some days where I want to leave the house. And then I'm like, oh, gosh. So I do always go to the gym in the morning. Um, then I'll go for a walk to make sure I like see the sunshine. <laughs> so I always do a, a walk. Um, I'll come home, have a coffee, b- long black, just to... Get myself in the zone. Um, and I always read all my emails in my inbox and respond to everything before I start any work. And I always do a to-do list. Yeah. Yeah. And I like, nice. Yeah, you need to be able to feel like you're crossing things off and you know, achieving achieving things. Um I think that's basically it. That's what yeah. I do every day.
0: <laughs> yeah. And um I think I'll probably know the answer this, but the last question I ask my guests is, um, so if you could take one little nugget and upload it into the collective consciousness, so everyone just gets it, what would it be?
1: Oh, does it have to be like work-related or anything? Because I feel like I, I just I would stop worrying what other people think because they're worried about their own journey anyway. So worry about your own. And, you know, achieving your own goals. Stop worrying. Like, stop living your life for other people, I think, is what I wish people would know. Like, live it for yourself. Yeah. Yeah. My little nugget.
0: (laughs) go. Solid nugget. So if people want to come and find you, where can they find you?
1: Uh, They can find me on LinkedIn. Yeah. Frankie Digital is um, my business name. Uh, They can... No, oh, I'm not on Facebook yet, my business page, because I'm worried about everybody else's. But um,
0: That's shocking. I
1: know. It's because I just want to make sure everybody else is done before I worry about my
0: You're
1: own. You're like the doctor. I know, I'm the, I'm the worst. Yeah, I do drink as much as the The mechanic's car. That's my life. I worry yeah. about everybody else's except for my own. The mechanic's car. That's yeah, it. That's, <laughs> that's the one. Um, so no, they can find me on LinkedIn if they want to connect. Um,
0: well, it's, go- it's probably going to be two weeks before this gets released. So yeah. You probably <laughs> want to can, make it. Can you can want to stick something it. up. <laughs> <laughs> so by then there will be one. There will be and one. I'll tag it in the, oh, that's so it in funny. the Facebook yeah. post.
1: <laughs> oh, how embarrassing. The marketer with no Facebook page. But.
0: No, exactly. There's a certain amount of authenticity about it. Yeah, exactly. Indeed. Richard, it's been absolutely fantastic talking to you today. Thanks for talking to me. It's been great to hear both parts, both your story, which is full of gold in terms of, you know, finding your own confidence, your own sense of self-worth to move forward. And then just to be able to talk about digital marketing. I'm sure more people would have preferred me to talk about the mega, mega technical parts of it. Mm. But at the same time, I think what we talked about in terms of super understanding your client.
1: Yeah, that's the main because I imagine
0: it's super easy to dive into I don't think we need to do this technically without doing the groundwork in the first place so I found it super helpful today good I'm glad and I'm sure listeners likewise have yay thank you very much thank you there we go